0: Yeah, so anxiety is going to tell you everything that could possibly go wrong and everything that you could mess up, but that doesn't mean it's the truth. And it's really a protective mechanism. So the first thing you need to realize is that just because you thought something does not make it fact and that you can think all, I think like 60,000 thoughts a day or something. So just because you think something doesn't make it true.
1: empower you podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners we discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic cultural and societal perspective we believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future subscribe to our channel and let us empower you
0: University of St. Francis Music Technology bachelor's and associate's degree programs allow students to focus on the genre and specific area of the music industry that interests them. With concentrations in audio production, audio for video post-production, live sound, music business, and contemporary artist development, there's something for everyone. Here are just a few examples of students' music.
1: Go to sf.edu to learn more. Welcome to Empower You Podcast. My name is Kid Boy Cooper, and I am so glad that you are here. I hope you're having an amazing day. And um I'm really excited about this next topic um, and our guest. So uh let's let's just get right into it. So in this episode, we're gonna be talking about mobilizing your skill set and Maybe those terms are unfamiliar, but here's what, the way I'm I, I think about this. We all have natural abilities, natural um, ways of being. You know, whether it's your personality, the way that you think, the way that you handle adversity. Um, all of these things are um, skill sets, right? And you may not think of them this way because maybe you didn't go to school for it or you don't have any special training for it, but it is a part of what you do and what you do super well and how you're able to connect with people and work and all of that stuff, right? And so one of the things that I think is very important, especially for students, for those of us who are in school, for people who graduated from school and looking at getting extended um, education – is to think about what your natural skill sets are. What are your absolute, you know, uh, uh, normal tendencies that are really strong, and how do we use those in order to uh, capitalize on the life that we want, the career we want? Um, because you can't really learn everything. Unfortunately, um, you really have to be something. And when you understand your natural skill sets, um, and you get past some of your blockages. You could really become something you never expected just by using what comes natural to you. And so, um, in that vein, we have an incredible uh guest with us today. I'm really excited. Her name is Megan DeVito, she is a certified life and health coach. Um, she coach she's an educator. Um, she also coaches um other her clients through the struggles through the, uh, the occurrences and the limiting factors of anxiety and how that affects your life, your relationships, the way you show up for yourself. Um, and it affects your natural abilities, right? Because if you're super anxious, you know, you can't fully be yourself. And so um, she's going to be here to talk to us about mobilizing your skill set. I am super, super excited about this because We need more expert advice. You know, we don't need just everybody just talking. We need someone who understands how to overcome some of the fears that we have in order to help us tap into our natural skill sets, our natural abilities. And so I'm so excited to have her and I'm about to bring her up. All right. Y'all ready for this? Megan, how are you? I am
0: so good. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. Good. I know it's it's yeah. like, you know, uh, everybody has stuff to do and I'm sure you're very, very busy. I love watching your content and all the things that you put Thank out. You. Um, And I just appreciate you taking some time to share with us.
0: I am so excited that you asked me I'm like this is really <laughs> fun for me. I love to do this stuff. So this is great.
1: <laughs> awesome. 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 <laughs> so before we get super far into... Um, our interview. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, the work that you do and what motivates you?
0: Yeah, so I have been a teacher for 22 years now, I think. Um, I teach at a small alternative school in Columbia City, Um, mostly at-risk teenagers, middle school and high schoolers, but I'm also a certified life and health coach. So um, when I'm not teaching, I teach social studies, history, government, things like that, and I absolutely love it. Um, But when I'm not teaching, I am an anxiety coach, uh, primarily women and teenagers, but not specifically. And so um, my students at school, a lot of them come from um, some pretty tough family situations, different just adversities in their life. And um, I grew up with a ton of anxiety. So I've kind of used my experience with anxiety to help my students. And about three years ago, I decided I would be a health coach. And somehow being a health coach rolled into being an anxiety coach because that's just, people were always asking me, well, what did you do to feel better? How did you do this? And it just kind of was a natural progression for me to be able to say, oh, well, these are the things I did. And I realized that I had kind of been coaching people um, accidentally for a while, Um, even though I was a teacher, I was actually coaching at the same time, so
1: oh wow so yeah. you you were a teacher to begin with right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but then you always had anxiety do you have anxiety as a teacher were you still struggling with anxiety during that time or had you oh, yeah. worked through a process that helped you already
0: yeah so my anxiety story is actually kind of long but <laughs> um i started getting anxious when i was about eight years old Um, And I didn't really know what was wrong with me. I would just have a stomach ache and just kind of want to be at home. And I don't know, I don't know what it was, but it turned into anxiety that got really, really intense the older I got. Um, I think I had my first panic attack in like middle school and it got worse through high school. And then it really was terrible when I was in college. And then when my kids were really little, I have four kids and um, so, every, I would get postpartum anxiety and, but it wasn't just postpartum. It was just, it just drug through all these parts of my life. And, um, Mm. I remember when I was in college, um, it was like back in the nineties and nobody talked about mental health. And it was just like, oh, well, you're fine. You're okay. But I did go to counseling and I was like, well, this doesn't really help. And I tried these things that I was like, nothing is helping. And this, I'm just stuck like this. And then one day it kind of, clicked and honestly it was probably like five or six years ago now maybe um that i just put all of these different pieces together and i remember i was actually i remember i was walking um not far from my house i was out taking a walk and listening to a podcast or maybe it was an audiobook. and um somebody said anxiety is wishing for what you don't want and i was like oh I was like, yeah, that's kind of a thing. Like, all I do is think about the things I don't want. Like, I'm wishing, like, it's like bringing more onto yourself of what you don't want. Mm -hmm. And that just, like, hit me. And it was one of those things where I'm like, dang, that is there is no truer statement in the whole world. So it just flipped this switch inside of me. And I started learning everything I could from, um, well, not only my coaching. I decided I was going to be a coach. Like, a week later, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to coach. And... I learned these skills that I'm like, whoa, that really works. And then I kind of went back into my past and was like, oh, wait, I learned something similar to that when I went to counseling in college. So I started pulling all of these different areas of knowledge. And uh, somehow I ended up feeling really great. And so that is what I coach on. Yeah, that's really how it happened. It was kind of like a lot of grit work, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. I think that's really yeah. powerful to be able to um, to use your own experience, your own life in a way that um, can really empower other people. Um, and the fact mm-hmm. that you struggle with anxiety, the fact that you struggled with anxiety and have now come to a place where you are able to live normally and, and feel healthy mm-hmm. and to feel good, like yeah. That's powerful. I know so many people, and even myself at times, who who struggle getting over that hump, right? Getting yeah. past those initial gut reactions of, of of dwelling on all the things you don't want. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? What's been um, one of your your favorite coping mechanisms?
0: Um, let's see. I I think the one that initially helped me, like I would like to say, oh, this was. Other than that one quote, I would love to say that the one thing that helped me was just this, but everything kind of coincided with everything else. I really think it could have started with getting up and moving, like taking a walk mm. every single day. But the thing I know that because I think it's important for people to know that everybody gets anxious. It's not just people with anxiety. They're anxious. Like literally everybody gets anxious from time to time. But for people with anxiety, it just it's like, we're really good at it. We're really, really <laughs> gifted at getting super worked up over things. Um, so one of the things that really helps me is just this breathing technique that um, when you learn about how your brain functions and like the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic, uh, you're sympathetic is fight or flight. And when you're anxious, you're in mm-hmm. fight or flight. And, um, but you can actually flip the switch on your nervous system and turn off that sympathetic nervous system and turn on your parasympathetic, which is your rest and relax. And it's really just changing the way you breathe. Super simple. I know it sounds ridiculous. And that's why when people say, hey, just breathe, just breathe. And I'm like, yeah, I'm already breathing. I'm like alive, I'm breathing. And (laughs) if you don't do it right though, it doesn't work. If you don't do it right, it doesn't, it can make you feel kind of uncomfortable. Um, But when I learned how to do that, no matter where I was, and I've literally done this um, like shopping at Target or driving my car or teaching a class. If I start to feel anxious for no particular reason, you can do this and nobody knows. Like you could do it in a restaurant, nobody would know. So it's just this breathing technique that um, it's called 557 breathing and it's the quickest way I know to shut off that fight or flight response.
1: Wow. So for anybody who's listening to this, um, how do they know if they have anxiety issues? So for many people, they don't have any language Mm -hmm. or, or any uh, real framework around what it means to be Mm -hmm. anxious. You know, we see all these dramatic representations and it's like, well, I don't do any of that. But for you said most of us suffer from some type of anxiousness. How do we know this? What are some indicators that people may not associate with anxiousness, but that are present?
0: Yeah, so so for some people, anxiety might just be, oh, I was really nervous before I had to give a speech or be on a podcast or something like that. And then it goes away. So if that anxiety goes away when the situation is removed, then you had normal anxiety. It's normal to be anxious before you take a test or go to a job interview or anything like that. That's pretty normal. And most people are like, oh, so glad that's gone. Or even if you're going to do, say like, you have to go in for a doctor's appointment. Some people get really nervous about that. Uh, For people who have an anxiety issue though, it's really a lot more of that. That anxiety can swirl around in your head for a long time. It's almost like sticky. I would call it yeah. like a sticky thought or, um, mm. it moves from one worry to the next. How like, oh, I was Spider. worried about this, but the next thing I was worried and the next thing and the next thing. Um, and there's a lot of like physical and emotional sensations that you can get. Um, some people will say like my throat gets tight or I feel like I can't swallow. Other people will get tingling in their hands and feet, uh, anger, is one where you just are snappy Mm. all the time. Being really snappy and angry, just out of the blue can be an anxiety response. Um, Sleepiness, just wanting to sleep a lot can be an anxiety response. Um, Gosh, there's so many. Upset stomach is a big one and like acid reflux, that's a huge one for people. Headaches, like everything you can think of. Like you tell me that I'll be like, yes, that's anxiety.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you said it's it's the type that spirals, right? So it's not like just when you're about to do this one thing, it's the type, it's the feeling of all these things happening, but they just continue to spiral and continue to mm-hmm. evolve into bigger and bigger and bigger things.
0: Right. right, or even feeling just like this underlying sense of I just feel nervous all the time. Like if it's a constant feeling of... Dread, or like, I just don't feel like I'm inside of myself, like that kind of thing. That is anxiety. Um, yeah. And not really, it doesn't have to be directed at anything in particular. Some people just have this underlying feeling of something is wrong, but yeah. they can't really put their finger on it.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Huh. So I didn't start really understanding. Uh, what anxiety and all these other things were until I was probably 25, 23, <laughs> 20, something like that. Between 23 and 25, I would say. Um, and I started to notice somebody I was very close to who exhibited a lot of signs of uh, being bipolar um, and of anxiety and things like that. And so, and, and of depression as well. And so I got kind of a master class just being in that environment mm-hmm. with them. Um, and watching how you know it completely ruled their life and the things that they did the things they wouldn't do the stuff that they absolutely should have done but they were just too incredibly anxious to do it to leave the house to complete it it was just a really interesting thing and so I, I learned by watching that okay maybe there's something to all of this because you know I grew up in an environment where you know nobody talks about that kind of stuff you know like it's it's you know it's other people's excuses is what sometimes it was it was regarded as you know it's like oh well that's just because you don't want to do this or that's just because yada 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 and as i got older i was like i don't know people seem to be taking a really hard road not because they want to but because they just can't seem to function you know yeah. and so I was like okay maybe there's more to this and so to hear you take what you were experiencing which what's natural for you, you know, and really dive into an uncomfortable space in order to to come out with um, something helpful to other people, I think is really awesome. And as we're, we're talking about, you know, utilizing the natural things that, are, that you know about, you know, I did an exercise with a group um, and I told them to write down um, their expertise and I told them to make sure they put their own information in there their age, their gender, their race, their um their how they identify um because they're experts about all of those things. And so as we have these discussions about education and skill sets, you know, I think it's important we understand we ha- we're born with a unique set of information and skills that we can capitalize on. And I feel like that's what you've done with with all of your anxiety coaching and things like that do you think that do you think that uh do you think you're a natural teacher in this regard or was this kind of were you nervous to take this approach to it because with health and 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 wellness coaching and life coaching rather there's a lot of different avenues you could take you know
0: yeah yeah um i do feel like i'm a natural teacher um I mean i taught for i've taught all different grade levels um so that the teaching part came naturally to me i'm like oh i can tell anybody this the part that was different was i automatically figured oh if you can teach you can coach but it's like the um the yin yang thing like there's the the opposite side of teaching which has been actually really challenging but really fun because i get to I get to learn so much and I still so growing up I really felt like I was the only person in the world that had anxiety I didn't know anybody I'm 45 mm. years old so in the 80s it was like suck it up buttercup you're gonna be fine I mean it was like it was like well there's nothing wrong with you so just get over it. it's all in your head um, so I just lived with it and I'm like well nobody else feels this way it's just me and I still to this day I talk with clients and they'll tell me something or I'll be like no way no way like i cannot believe that you feel that and i've talked with so many people and i'm still floored at how similar this is and how every single person i talk to thinks that like i didn't know anybody else had this it's like the weirdest thing where we think that we're so alone in it but people will tell me something and is this normal i'm like oh yeah totally normal everybody's got that no way but i was the only person And so even though we're talking about this more, I think that it's still, you know, I'm still amazed at how much I'm learning from people. So I get to be the teacher, but I also get to be like the student in this. So when it comes to like, was this natural for me? Yes, but also completely no, because I'm still learning so much about, myself and this and how like oh next time I feel anxious I'm gonna try that like people I'll be like well what did yeah. what did your therapist tell you to do so, so I'm like gathering information all the time still because I'm not a therapist and I don't pretend to be a therapist I'm very much a coach um so yeah I, I feel like it was very natural I feel like it was very much I like to think that this is really the reason that I lived the way I did for so long I get to help my yeah. Own kids, I get to help my students. I get to help, you know, my friends and anybody else that's really struggling. So um, for me to be able to talk to people about this and to really let them know that like, hey, you've got everything inside of you that you need right now to not have to do. Deal- this is not a life sentence. I mean, mm-hmm. at all. You just have some really like you're just really gifted storyteller and you have some really bad habits that are keeping you right where you are. And so anxiety itself is very natural. It's very much a response mechanism in your brain, but your response to it can quickly become a bad habit. So yeah, yeah that was a lot more than what you asked me. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> no,
1: I think that's that, I think that's really great because there's there are, again, a lot of us who we have different skill sets, we have different things that Mm -hmm. are unique to us, but we don't feel like they're valuable, right? You didn't think your anxiety was valuable until you started to understand yourself and how to use it or how to uh, defeat it when it was trying to obstruct different things in your life or cause disturbance. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm thinking, or the way that I think is like, what else are we walking around with that is unique to us that we have not looked at with the proper lens uh, in order to actually use it for good. Because your education doesn't start when you go to a school, it starts when you start to learn about yourself and the and the world around you. And so I think you're a great example of how um, you have had all of these challenges, and you're still having more challenges. You're the biggest testament of the work that you do because of the life you're able to have in spite of having the same anxiety that would keep other people on the couch. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes
0: sense. Yeah.
1: So who who inspires you? Like, so who? What books do you read? Um, how do how does how does one start to to become more educated uh, about their anxiety about um the things that may be holding them back. Because for some folks listening to this, they're probably a little shook because after you described all these different representations of anxiety, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> is that what my problem is? Oh right crap. Now? That's me. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and that happens. So what would be the next step for someone like that? So what, what resources do you do you use to really educate yeah. you on your on your topic?
0: So yeah. Um I use a lot of the skills I've learned in coaching or like going all the way back to when I went to counseling at Purdue. I mean, I, that was a long time ago, like, but I did learn some things. I didn't think at that point in my life that they were helping me. But now I realize I'm like, oh, wait a second. I think I did hear something about that. So um, one of the books, let's see, I listen to a ton of podcasts, first of all, like there's a guy, I mean, there's a ton of podcasts I listen to on anxiety and on coaching because I think it's so interesting um, as a coach listening to how, what other people, like how other people phrase questions. I think that's Mm -hmm. really powerful in how I think about myself and the things that I ask myself. And one of the things that has helped me a lot is to really think about what what am I saying to myself? Um, So one of the things that um, it was a coach that I had in the past and she said, be nice to my friends. Like I was saying something about, oh my God, I really suck at this. And she's like, hey, be nice to my friend. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, you stop talking that way to yourself. So if you are feeling incredibly stuck, I would really just challenge people to start paying attention to the stuff you're saying to yourself because your brain will believe whatever you tell it, which is why it's buying into these anxiety stories anyway. Um, mm-hmm. but in terms of resources, there is a book, um, I started following this one account on Instagram called untangle your anxiety um it's fantastic it's a really quick read and it's just if you want like bullet point do this do this do this techniques to start figuring out your anxiety that book is fantastic um the book that i read that told me um anxiety is wishing for what you don't want is actually you are a badass i love that book i really love that book it it's what made me a coach. It's what gave me that quote. I swear I did not think that book would change my life, but it very well may have. Um, mm. That was a great one. You are a badass. And then there's a you are a badass at making money. And then you are a badass at something else. I don't remember, but it was a good one.
1: Wow. Um, what's, let's see. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, what's um aside from that, the takeaway that anxiety is wishing for things you don't want what's another great takeaway you had from that book
0: um i have it really just opened my mind to different possibilities of what you can actually do i think that it's really easy to play small And it's really easy to think well this is my space and this is what i'm supposed to do but i i would like to do this other thing outside my space but gosh no i don't just don't think i can do that but the whole idea of really making your thoughts a reality was totally new to me um and that the power of your thoughts and just what you can accomplish when you just lay it out there and turn it over to god and be like yep that's what i'm gonna do and that has really changed how i do everything i think um Mm. i don't know whether it was the letting go that was so big for me um anxiety a lot of times is about control and i think we're all looking to control everything in our lives so much but i think sometimes the most powerful thing you can do is just let go and learning in that book that you know what say what you want believe that it's already yours and let it go and i'm like mm. well, people can just do that like you just let go <laughs> and that was a really foreign concept to me because i was uh. hanging on really tight at that point in my life just to like <laughs> stay alive you know um so yeah i think that the idea of it's okay just to like believe that you can have something and actually believe that it's already yours and so my thought was So I could just believe that I'm not gonna be anxious anymore and that would happen. And yeah, yeah, it really, it can happen when you develop the skills that you need and just believe that like, hey, you know what? This can happen for me and it Mm. does. But I know that that anxiety cycle can be so like, I'm never getting out, I have no idea how to do this. It's so overwhelming and it's just like, yeah. But that was in that book too, crazy.
1: That's amazing my um when you were saying this it took me back to um my mom used to teach bible classes and one of the things that she said was that uh, she was using an example of how fear can um manipulate your thinking and just terrify you and she used this example of a lion roaring right so i'm not sure if you know this but the volume, like the decibel level of a lion roaring is like insane. And so not only does it completely startle you, but it will freeze you too, because it's so loud. And so when you're talking about anxiety, it makes me think about that, you know, that it's just so, and, and when I think about my own, it, it, it feels so loud. You just feel stuck. Like, no yeah. move is the right move. You know, because you feel completely overwhelmed. So to think mm. that, you know, you don't have to carry that anymore. And I've been... Doing my own stuff, I write a lot and things like that because I think that has helped me with some anxiety. But for you, what's one of the first stages you go through with a client? Let's say you know our listeners are are they're walking, they're doing whatever they need to do right now. Maybe they're at work. Um, what's something they can be doing? right now to help them start to release some anxiety about their day, some anxiety about starting a new week. Maybe there's a big meeting coming up or they have a big test or something. What's something they can start doing?
0: Yeah, so I think one of the things that you can really start doing is, if I go back to that, if you're going into a test and you feel really frozen and shaky and fearful, is shut off that side of your brain, that sympathetic nervous system, so that you can think rationally. Um, The funny thing is that with, with anxiety, and when that sympathetic nervous system is going, You can't be rational because that part of your brain isn't activated. Um, Mm. It's just, it's kind of impossible. So when people say, well, now let's think through this, forget it. If you are in anxiety mode, you are fight or flight. Don't even try because your rational brain is not activating. It's just, I like to call it the little caveman that lives inside your head. And he runs the show and he's really loud and all he is doing is like keeping you alive he does not know the difference between yeah. some crazy story and like a saber-toothed tiger like it's all the same you're gonna die um
1: yeah Oof. yeah that's huge
0: um i a lot of times with clients of uh, uh, my first question is have you seen the movie the croods and if you've seen the movie the croods <sighs> then you know the anxiety is basically the dad in the movie and he's like get back in the cave get back in the cave we are not doing anything new or we will all die Um, and that's really what it's like so if you haven't seen the movie the crudes you should watch it and that explains anxiety perfectly Um, so one of the things I like to do first is talk about well what do you want because we talk so much about what anxiety is and what it you know what are you afraid of what is this fear what are we talking about but we don't talk about what we want Mm -hmm. like these no that's what you don't want anxiety is what you don't want what do you want And I find a lot of times it's really difficult for people to get past that, but I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid. So we start talking about ways that we can calm those those physical sensations down and really switch your brain to the other side. And that's done through breathing and through different grounding techniques. Um, I have 10 different grounding techniques I put on a guide that I think I sent you the link for that, that I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. So I have 10 different grounding techniques and those are just ways really to pull you back to where you are. So some people say like, stay in your lane, stay out of my business. And I say, stay in your time zone, because mm. if you are way out front, if you're way up in the future or way in the past, and you are not right here in this very moment, then of course you're, you you do not know what's going to happen. How could you? Yeah. So yeah, stay oh, wow. in your time zone and really pull yourself back into the moment And that is what makes all the difference.
1: Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. I want to take a second and tell you about a service I've been using that has literally changed my life. Akita Ricks, the founder of SawyerScore.com, helped me erase negative items on my credit score, provided me a clear path to improving my credit, and raised my score by 100 points in the first 90 days. Like, whoa. The best part about all of this is all I had to do was follow instructions. Now, if you're like me and you need a credit bestie, you need to click the link below and schedule your absolutely free discovery call today. Tell them Kidboy sent you. That's very, very interesting because, you know, it is a lot of future things that make you anxious. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff
1: that you may be looking forward to or not looking forward to that's going to happen. Like what is going on? That is really great. So for anybody who's listening, um, go ahead and click the show notes um, and the guide link will be in the show notes. So go ahead. Click through that um, and and you'll have access to those incredible techniques to help you with your anxiety. And if you're not sure if you have anxiety, click the link and go through the exercises anyway, because quite likely there may be some areas of your life that like all of us, we miss, right? And so um, it's really great to have that resource. So go ahead, click the link while you're there, go ahead and drop those five stars and a comment and say, thank you, Megan. So, um, another thing I wanted to ask you was: you know, what is the one thing that you want people to understand about anxiety, about um, their natural skill sets, or how anxiety is um, keeping them from their natural abilities?
0: Yeah, so anxiety is going to tell you everything that could possibly go wrong and everything that you could mess up, but that doesn't mean it's the truth. And it's really a protective mechanism. So the first thing you need to realize is that just because you thought something does not make it fact. Mm -hmm. And that you can think all, I think like 60,000 thoughts a day or something. So just because you think something doesn't make it true and that Mm -hmm. you get to question your thoughts. And when it comes to anxiety, even though those can feel really big and really overwhelming and really just, pick at you and paralyze you taking one step and just one step into what it is that you're afraid of changes the game because a lot of times that apprehension or those thoughts about what could happen kind of dwindle the more we show the more we feed the monster the bigger it's going to get it's like feeding a gremlin after midnight right so (laughs) um what i Yeah, like if you feed a gremlin after midnight and it's gonna not be so cute little fuzzy gizmo anymore. So um, people like to say, you know, what can I do? What can I do? What medication should I take? How can I make this go away fast? And a lot of times it's just you deciding to do the work that it takes to be able to unravel those thoughts and to say, you know what? I'm not looking for fast i'm looking for forever um because i can't tell you i can't tell you that i can make your anxiety go away forever if anybody tells you that don't believe them because that's not true um but i can tell you that you can do this and this is anxiety right now in the world that we live in is the most common mental health affliction it is everywhere it is from little kids to older folks who are stuck at home we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. And it is also incredibly treatable. Um, yeah. But it's not going to fall in your lap. And unfortunately, it, it you didn't develop anxious habits overnight. And you're not going to get rid of them overnight. But you can get rid of them. And you just swap them out for new habits.
1: That's amazing. Oof. That's amazing. Wow. You got me thinking through so many things right now. <laughs> so... You know, I think one of the things you said that is just so true, and that I think sometimes, I believe more times than not, we do not question our own thoughts. We take what we think as fact, and that's just not true. But it's interesting because. For me, at least, I grew up assuming that everything is real, right? That, you know, when you think certain things... Because I never had any dialogue around that, right? Especially, you know, you growing up in the church and things like that. You know, you you have good and bad, right? But you don't think of things in that area of... Ju- your body is just telling you something that's not real. And that's because it's never done this before. It's completely lying to you. Like, that has never that's a revolutionary idea for me now maybe for you guys who are listening it is too but the idea that i get to choose and evaluate even the thoughts that come into my head i think that's powerful and it it begs the question like what are we not doing because like you said that caveman says that you're gonna die if you do anything except stay here Mm -hmm. what are we not accomplishing because we're so afraid that if we make a move in one direction yeah. or the other, it's gonna be catastrophic, right? Yeah. You know? That's very interesting. Yeah. What's been something that you didn't expect you could do that you now all of a sudden have the bandwidth to do now that you have your anxiety under control? Oh, gosh.
0: Um,. We all tell ourselves like this huge ball of garbage over the course of our lives. Like we tell ourselves so many things. So I struggled to believe I could do a lot of things. Like I didn't, I didn't ever think that I could make coaching be a business. I just thought that you just talk to people and help them and that's what you should do. Or, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't think I would ever be able to not panic. So this idea that you can actually let go of things, it was huge for me. The idea that anybody else felt the way it was to me, but um, was new to me, but I let all of these thoughts fuel every move in my life forever. And yeah. the idea that I didn't ever believe that I could choose my thoughts because I thought they were so big and so overwhelming, yeah. even though I knew a lot of them were lies, They were just so big that i didn't know that you could just like not think them and i was like that's impossible like i think them and i didn't want to but you really can choose what you entertain um and that doesn't mean that won't float through but the idea that you can just be like oh yeah i don't really like that one and just let it go was big for me um and so i i didn't believe that if somebody would have told me that in the past i would have been like no you are wrong You can't and it's hard I won't tell you it's an easy thing I mean I've got I've got some clients right now that are like these this is impossible and I'm like I know it feels that way but I swear it's not and and we get through it but you definitely have to learn how to do it and so for me I think that was a really big one that I get to choose my thoughts and I get to choose what I think about myself and what I'm capable of and I don't have to constantly entertain worst case scenarios and buy into my own stories. Um, Hmm. I had a lot of stories about myself. I still have a lot of stories about myself, but you know, I'm working through them slowly, but surely I'm working through them. Yeah.
1: Wow. You said I had a lot of stories about myself. There's that's so powerful. That's so powerful. This is the reason I I I'm enjoying this is this this topic, especially, is because before we look to other people to do for us what we want done, we have to mm-hmm. look within ourselves to see what we possess that will actually get it done. Um, and sometimes we don't have the tools, um, but you can't rely on everybody else's systems to do the work for you. You know, you have to control your own mm-hmm. thoughts. You have to question the yeah. the stories that are happening in your head. Um, maybe the stories that you got from your parents or from your environment or from your church or, or wherever it is that you're from. Um, you got programming. You received programming from that. And it may not be true at all for you. Yeah. You know, and that's a wild thing to think. It's like, OK, so I grew up my entire life and the things that I've learned are not necessarily true for me. Yeah. Like, what do you do with that except get anxious and worried?
0: (laughs) Right. And it wasn't, and you know, I think we, um, I probably might catch flack for this, but I think we put a lot of emphasis on trauma right now. And not to say that people don't have trauma because certainly they do. But I think that is one of those things where we think that, or maybe this is just me. We think that if something happens to us, that impacted the way that we think, it was instantly trauma. And and maybe that's the case. I'm not a therapist, right? But I think that, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the last several months thinking, okay, what happened to me to lead me to this place where I had such bad anxiety? And I have zero trauma, like none. I cannot be less traumatized in my entire life. The only thing that traumatized me was my anxiety. So I think that Mm. a lot of times without going too deep, you know, without digging too deep, I've always been one that said, people say, oh, but my trigger, but my trigger. And I'm like, what are you just gonna like hop around triggers for the rest of your life? Like, you're just gonna like not do, well, there might be a trigger there. Like, I'm just not big on the whole trigger idea because I'm like, well, all right, but then what? Like, isn't that what we're moving past? Isn't that what we're trying to move through? Like you, if you wanna spend your life like, Like if doing this is a trigger for you, that's, I get it. That can definitely set you off, but wouldn't you rather learn how to navigate those feelings and those thoughts and to say, you know what, that was a trigger. I mean, honestly, I couldn't watch any show that talked about any kind of disease for years because it would trigger me. And now I'm like, bring it on. Let's do this. Yeah. Like I just couldn't do it. I had health anxiety and still have health anxiety, but to say oh no I can't I can't go there that's a trigger I want to go oh like we can't if the more we hopscotch around these triggers and the more we try to avoid these triggers the more those triggers control your life and the more anxious you're going to become and I think that that's really important is to be able to say okay so what about your triggers and it's probably you know and I'm not saying trauma is not a big deal because it certainly is some people have some really heavy baggage for sure. I mean my students it just breaks my heart. And those are things that you need to work through with a therapist. But going forward, you've got yeah. trauma. What can we do to heal that and what do you want to do instead? Like what could we do instead that would make make your life what you want it to be?
1: Right. Right. And and, and the tools that come along with that, right? So you're right. not just responding now now you have actual tools and things like that that you can use that when you feel some kind of way when something is triggered when you are having Mm -hmm. an anxious traumatic response you still have breathing techniques now you still have all these other techniques that you can use so that you can live a normal life and continue to utilize Mm -hmm. the gifts that you have because what i know is that the farther that you do the farther into doing what you feel like your purpose is Um, the more you confront about yourself, right? And I'm sure Mm you see this with coaching, you know, the more you help your clients and the more you go through, the more you can sometimes be like, man, like, how am I gonna overcome this? I need to do this. It it, it sends you into (laughs) a self-work spiral, right? Which is okay, I think, in a certain aspect. I think we have to be the best example of what our methods or strategies are teaching. Right. We should be the first ones to to read the book, to figure it out, to go through it. But even in going through all of that, you have to confront the things that trigger you, the things that give Mm -hmm. you anxiety, whether it's public speaking or whether it is, um, you know, showing up online and creating content, whether it's making calls, whether it's going to interviews, whatever it is that you need to be doing in order to allow you to get past your old self um especially if you know you're about to go to school you're about to leave home Mm -hmm. you're about to leave a job you're about to get another job everything past your comfort zone is going to give you anxiety it's gonna try to limit your ability to to show up fully as yourself you know yeah it's the only way out (laughs) mm, that's the only way out that's so great Oh my goodness! All right, so I have to I have to give you. We have to do a thought exercise. We have okay. to do a thought exercise. I I could right. talk to you about this for a really long time, but I don't <laughs> want to keep you too long. Um, before you know, we wrap up. I would love to hear um something that you do, something that that we can start doing right away. Um, yeah. aside from aside from you know downloading the guide. Um, What can we do right now to to help us be less anxious um, so that we can do, right? We can do the things that we're meant to be doing. Uh, And a lot of us are caged, right? We're trapped because we're just scared, which is normal, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, well, let's do this breathing thing because I can teach this to you in no time flat. And I really think that it is something that, I mean, you can do this while you drive or like walk down the street or whatever. You don't have to, nobody's gonna know. That's what I keep saying. No one is going to know you're doing this, all right? So this is a grounding technique and this is going to shut off your fight or flight. I totally recommend with all of my clients that we practice this when we feel good. It's It's kind of like counting sheep when you're awake and you can use this to fall asleep too. So instead of counting sheep, you're going to count breaths or your breath, I guess. Um, so if I wake up in the night and I need to go back to sleep, I go to this. If I feel anxious when I'm somewhere, I go to this. Um, but really learning to recognize where anxiety shows up in your body first. So for me, mine always shows up in like my forearms and my hands. They get really tingly and then I feel like I can't swallow. That's how I know it's coming. It's not necessarily a thought it's not a it's not a panic it doesn't start with a panic attack it starts before that so as you become more familiar with how your body reacts you'll know how soon to start this but in the meantime you can practice it just i mean you can do this if you get angry and it's just going to calm you down so if you put one hand on your chest and one hand on your stomach um, most people with anxiety are chest breathers and that means the air only goes down about this far And it's kind of like if you're running, you're breathing really quickly and very shallowly, you're not breathing all the way down into your belly. So if you can breathe, um, when I first learned this, I couldn't get the air down far enough. Um, Mm. But if you can breathe all the way down to your belly, it took me like three weeks. I'm like, this is a failure. Like I can't even (laughs) breathe right. Like (laughs) it took forever. But if you breathe all the way down, like into like your belly and you notice that you can make that bottom hand rise and fall, Um, What you're going to do is you're going to breathe in for five seconds, all the way down to your belly. Hold your breath for five seconds. And then you exhale for seven seconds and then pause. And you can just like, so we can practice this. So we breathe in. Hold. Exhale. Breathe in. Hold, exhale, breathe in, hold, exhale, breathe in. Hold. Exhale. It's only about four or five pounds, but I always feel it right away in my shoulders and my back where I'm like, yeah, I could take a nap. Like, <laughs> that <was> good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so awesome. it really, and it, you know, sometimes when you're already anxious, it might take 10 minutes. It might take a little longer because your brain is already worked up. So the sooner you can catch it, the less amount of time you have to do it. But that does, that allows you to shut off the fight or flight so that you can really engage that frontal lobe and start thinking and say, okay, wait a minute. What am I, what am I thinking about? What am I worried about? Um, and this keeps you in the moment. It really allows you to turn on your rational thinking so you can question your thoughts you can say well i mean really really do i really think that's gonna happen it's the likelihood that that's gonna happen so what if it does <laughs> right. happen um yeah so and sometimes just saying okay so so what if it does happen and then you can at least address it right you can say okay well yeah. if that happens then i'll do this and there you go um and we may not always like that answer but it's an answer it takes wow. it takes the mystery out of it
1: that's amazing. So, I hope you all did this exercise. I did it. I like it. I'm definitely going to keep doing it. Because, you know, for me, especially as I grow my business and I, and, I, and I experience growth in different areas of my life, it's constantly pushing me into uncomfortable positions. And that triggers a lot of anxiety and thoughts that are just not true. You know, thoughts of fear or doubt or um or nervousness um that are not true and even though you're doing the thing you know more times than not you have to do it scared and so when you're doing things scared practice your breathing
0: (laughs) yeah and i will say that if you are living with like a lot of anxiety all the time you might want to change that to a three three five I have a, like a consult that you can do, and we can talk about different ways to breathe. Um, that's just one way that I use. There's lots of different breathing methods. And I always, like people who have a consultation with me, we always go different breathing methods. Some people will say, oh, I get so, like it makes me feel like I'm hyperventilating. Yeah, it might, because you might be so used to breathing just in your chest, that that's almost too too much oxygen. And we will be like, whew, little dizzy, that's okay nothing is wrong you just gotta shorten your breath cycle so
1: oh wow that's before that's somebody major. does that and is like
0: nah that was terrible i think i'm gonna pass out <laughs> <laughs> too much oxygen
1: <laughs> that's hilarious yeah don't pass out y'all like no, especially if out. you're driving and doing these exercises yeah
0: please don't
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. want to be safe thank you so so much for coming in and, and talking to us about this i think it's so important, my, my my whole goal is is to provide everything that I didn't have um, when I was going through college, when I was coming out of high school, uh, even when I was in high school, I didn't have any framework around how to uh, help myself get better, I didn't have it, the only thing I knew was I had to work really, really hard, which I did, and, and don't get me wrong, that was great. But if I had more tools, so many more things could have happened. Um, And if it's not even necessarily about that they could have happened for me, my focus is how much more can happen for you who's listening to this podcast if you are able to control your anxiety, if you're able to get past those stories in your head that everything is danger and everything's going to kill you and you shouldn't try any harder and you shouldn't do that one thing you're super good at and you shouldn't because... Those are your first tools. You should add all the other education and systems to him to help you get better at doing that thing you're naturally gifted at. Because you're going to be best at that. And it might scare you. So that's, that's why... Uh, everything that you said, Megan, is so so super helpful, um, and I hope you uh, are are enjoying listening to her. Go click the links; they're all in the show notes. Schedule a consultation, um, and and just speak to her yourself, and maybe get a a, a better understanding of what's going to work for you, a, and kind of go from there. Um, I didn't have anybody to help me do get through any anxiety or anything like that, so that's why I want to bring this to. Uh, empower you podcast so that you have a resource you can reach out to um and start to handle some of the anxieties and things like that um so you can really step into your gifts and your calling and the things that you really want to be doing with your life um you need better tools and so reach out to megan i'll have her 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 scheduling link in, in the show notes as well as the guide um for you guys to download and go to her page um how can they find you megan
0: I'm all over the internet. Um, I have a website. It's 10,000swords, like pirateswords.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. It's Megan DeVito on Facebook, and it's 10,000swords on Instagram. Um, and I will reply to pretty much anything. So, yeah, if you if you just message me even on there with questions or like, hey, I, I want to talk to you. I need to schedule a consult. Great. Like, we can talk and... You know just come up with like and a console is really easy it's just really about what do you want that you can't get tell me tell me your story i want to hear what this is like for you because like i said i'm so baffled at people's stories like oh my gosh yeah me too like i get it um so i'd love to hear your story and just you know what what do you want to change and how can how can we make life better for you so you can do all the things you know there's only one you and this world needs all the awesome people that we can get right now like we need amazing people so if anxiety is keeping you from being amazing please find somebody that can help you be able to do those things because that is so important not just to you to me to kibwe to everybody Like we need <laughs> awesome right. people like a lot
1: so that's amazing so y'all need to leave reach out to her, leave her a comment, go follow her on Instagram and Facebook, um, stay connected with her. She posts daily content about how you can help overcome your anxiety and call and get a custom plan set up. It's it's worth any amount of investment, anything, and and because it will really change the way that you look about your life. And if you can get past some of your anxieties, who knows what you're capable of, right? um for sure yeah so definitely (laughs) go visit 10,000 swords on ig Megan DeVito on all the other platforms um and download the link get your consultation thank you so so much for being here this was incredible I'm really glad that you got to do this
0: I am thrilled that you have me thank you I loved it
1: (laughs) absolutely absolutely any parting words no
0: just thank you and i i am really looking forward to you know i i love stories let me hear them like yeah i think good That's, things are coming i think i feel like the world is on a like we're on forward trajectory right now we're good we're good
1: i think so i think so i think we yeah. gotta keep planting seeds because yeah. rain's coming rain's coming you're doing it you know we're you doing so. it. I appreciate you. So, y'all, make sure you go like, subscribe to the podcast. um, Leave a five-star review. Go visit. A 10,000 Swords on IG, Megan DeVito on all the other platforms. And if you or your business is looking to start a podcast, something that can save you time and create maximum amount of, 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 of relatable, reusable resources for your ideal client, I want you to send me an email. You can send it to empoweryoupodcast at gmail.com. I'll have that link in the show notes as well. Um, and contact me and let's go ahead and get your podcast started immediately. The world is ready uh, and you need to get ready as well so if you're a business owner that's just for you okay thank you all so much for listening to empower you podcast i can't wait to speak to you again in another episode but for now peace empower you podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners we discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic cultural and societal perspective we believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future subscribe to our channel and let us empower you